0: The situation in Sri Lanka, in terms of its economic crisis, is worsening day by day. But India, as a friend and a close neighbour, is trying to help as much as possible. How will that help and how will Sri Lanka try and come out of this situation, is the subject. I'm Nitin Gokhale. To bring to you the ground situation and the ground reports from Colombo, the Sri Lankan capital. Combination of COVID-induced economic crisis and the rising fuel prices has meant that Sri Lanka is staring into a very difficult situation brought about by the circumstances of which nobody has control. The Sri Lankan government is trying to cope with the situation, but rising fuel prices rising food prices, and declining tourism in the past two years has meant that the economy of this country is in real doldrums. And yet, if friends can't help, who can? So India has stepped up its efforts to help its closest neighbor, Sri Lanka. In the past three months, India has decided to give more than $2.4 billion of credit line to allow Sri Lanka to buy essential items, fuel, food, and medicines. One more tranche which Sri Lanka has requested of about $1 billion may be granted in coming months. India's External Affairs Minister S. Jai Shankar was in Sri Lanka over this week for two reasons. One, of course, to discuss bilaterally the relationship and how India can help Sri Lanka in its difficult times. And two, to attend the ministerial forum of the BIMSTIC Summit which uh, took place on 30th of March. Sri Lanka is the current chair of uh, the BIMSTEC grouping and it is going to hand over the uh, chairmanship to Thailand, which is uh, the next in line to take over the control of the BIMSTEC uh, grouping, which consists of, as you know, Sri Lanka, India, Bangladesh, Bhutan, Myanmar, Thailand and Nepal. To my view, is SARK minus Pakistan in a way. But coming back to Sri Lanka's difficulties, because of COVID for the past two years, The tourism which brings in the substantial revenue to Sri Lanka has declined completely. People have refused to come to Sri Lanka because of the COVID situation and no one can blame them or the government for the situation. When COVID-19 hit the world, Sri Lanka like many other tourism dependent countries was badly hit. Tourists could not come and 30% of uh, Sri Lanka's GDP dependent on tourism took a big hit and the after effects are now being seen on its economy. Similarly, Sri Lanka depends on a huge amount of remittance from its people working abroad, especially in the Gulf countries. Now, even that stopped because many people had to come back, job losses were there in the Gulf countries, in West Asia. So there was a double whammy. Coupled with it were some ill-advised policies like uh, switching over from fertilizer, chemical fertilizer to organic fertilizer, which affected the agriculture sector badly. And that added to the rising food prices. A combination of uh, some of the wrong moves by the government and the circumstances that I mentioned about COVID-19, tourism being hit, remittances getting reduced to uh, almost nothing, has meant that Sri Lanka today is staring at one of its worst economic crises ever. Its rupee has plunged to unprecedented levels. Prices have risen and it had nowhere to go but to ask friends for help. And India being its closest neighbor, India being its friend for a long time, has now decided to step up. And as I mentioned, apart from the 2.4 billion dollars of credit line, we are now looking at India continuing to give as much financial aid to Sri Lanka as possible. But that's not all. There are other aspects of the relationship. For instance, a cultural center that has been opened in Jaffna with India's help. Then India has also now taken up the responsibility to develop a solar and wind farm or in fact three of them in uh, North Sri Lanka replacing China and an ADB, Asian Development Bank project there. That was bone of contention between the two countries for some time because India did not want a Chinese presence so close to Rameshwaram, north of Sri Lanka and therefore uh, that has now come to India. Similarly, on the security side of the relationship, which is perhaps the strongest element between the two countries, there is progress, there are developments which are beneficial to both the countries. India had promised Sri Lanka that it will give its Air Force 3 Donier aircraft for surveillance and uh, reconnaissance. Uh, One of them has already been transferred, two more will be given. Similarly, uh, the Maritime Rescue Coordination Centre will be opened in the uh, Sri Lankan Naval Headquarters by uh, India's uh, Bharat Electronics Limited. Seven sub-centres, north of Sri Lanka, south of Sri Lanka and east of Sri Lanka, will actually link the uh, Naval headquarter Centre, where quick rescue can be effected by getting the uh, information from those areas uh, in the Indian Ocean, which gives India the uh, information access, as well as eyes and ears in the areas where India's presence was negligible. Uh, Indian Ocean is an important uh, aspect of relationship between Sri Lanka and India, and uh, for instance, the Colombo security conclave, which was started as a trilateral maritime cooperation between India, Sri Lanka, and Maldives, has now expanded to include Mauritius, which has come on board recently when the conclave was uh, held in Maldives. Bangladesh is, uh, is an observer. And uh, there are other countries uh, like Seychelles, uh, and maybe Indonesia, who will be joining this initiative, which will mean that India will have a good visibility in the Indian Ocean, where its presence Uh, may not be as strong as it wanted earlier. That is one of the key aspects of this relationship. Remember, India and Sri Lanka had a roller coaster ride as far as bilateral relationships are concerned. But there are multiple aspects over the past couple of years that have now resulted in uh, closer cooperation, despite some wrinkles like uh, denial of uh, East Container Terminal to India in the Colombo uh, port which uh, was uh, given uh, or taken over by the Sri Lankan Port Authority in association with a Chinese company. But India was, as a compensation, allowed to take over the West Container Terminal, which is now uh, being uh, run as a joint venture between uh, the Sri Lanka Port Authority and uh, an Indian company, the Adani Ports, which is uh, a private company. Uh, So that is uh, one aspect that has happened. The uh, other important aspect which normally escapes attention is India has now decided to give Sri Lanka expertise on what is called a Unique Identity Project. Much like the Aadhaar Project in India, which will allow Sri Lanka to have a coordinated database on its citizenship, or on its citizens and other database for uh, its people. Uh, similarly, the uh, aspect of uh, giving continuous uh, support to the Tamils uh, in the North, uh, for fulfilling their political objectives and political aspirations is something that India has not budged from and uh, has now prevailed over the uh, Sri Lankan leadership to open a dialogue with the Tamil leaders. So recently, President Gotabe Rajapaksa had a meeting with the Tamil leaders for the first time in two years, where several aspects of the political aspirations and demands were discussed and a special package may be then given to the uh, people living in north of Sri Lanka. So all this... Uh, means that India is uh, back uh, in uh, helping Sri Lanka in a big way. Uh, There were uh, apprehensions and there were opinions in India which uh, said that uh, Sri Lanka has been lost to China, China has made big inroads in Sri Lanka. But as I have been saying this uh, in this programme a number of times, the strategic field is not about uh, permanent victories and permanent defeats. It's a continuous process. And that's exactly what is happening in Sri Lanka as uh, evidence from the kind of new heights that the bilateral relationship is reaching over the past uh, 3 or 4 months sri lanka will overcome this problem tourism has started picking up uh, as i see around in colombo hotels are now uh, becoming more and more uh, active uh, there are the, the bimstec summit has happened in uh, this week and there are uh, more tourists coming in unfortunately the russia ukraine war is meant That bulk of tourists who used to come from Russia, Ukraine, Belarus have again sort of not come to this country. Otherwise, they bring in a lot of foreign exchange. The other aspect is the rising fuel prices because of the war. Hopefully, the war will stop soon and the prices will cool down. But in any case, India has now stepped in to help Sri Lanka to recover from the current crisis, the current setbacks. How this will pan out, we'll have to wait and watch. But the fact is, India, apart from its close neighbourly relations, does not want Sri Lanka to fail. And this should give hope to both sides that uh, this relationship is strong. It is based on mutual trust. There are some uh, aspects which are uh, not to the liking of each other, but that happens invariably between close friends and neighbors. So that's something uh, which uh, both sides will work upon. But uh, I'm happy to report uh, from Colombo that Sri Lanka-India relations are now back on track and India is uh, helping out in a much bigger way than it ever did in the past decade or so. That's all I had uh, for this week. Thanks to you viewers who have uh, supported, encouraged us. You have sent us feedback, you have sent us comments. Uh, do continue to do that. But uh, this has been an excellent ride so far. Uh, Your comments, your feedback, your support, your subscription to our YouTube channel has helped us grow. And I'm lucky to have done this uh, from what I call my second home, that is Sri Lanka. For the moment, that's all I have to share with you. Thank you and goodbye.